One, two. Is this on? Sorry. <laughs> Xboxy. Not Xboxy. Fucking Degeneration Xbox. Let's go! Uh, it's, it's, it's actually H as well, anyway. Not even DX Fucking kind of thing. God damn it. Box. Anyway, can you hear me? Does this work? Can you hear me okay? I'm using a new microphone. I'm using an entirely new setup. I have my Go XLR plumbed in. I have an XLR mic in front of my face. Thank you to my friends, as you can see on the bottom of it, at Logitech for providing this. We love you very much. Um... Does it work? It was Triple H's theme. Yeah, got there eventually. Uh, does, can you hear me? I mean, you clearly can hear me because you just heard me saying Triple H's theme. So, yes. Does it sound good? Does it sound okay? Does it sound nice? Mm -hmm. And crucially, does it sound in balance with Bib? Hey, how you doing, Bib? Hello, Graham. Uh, I have noticed, though, it's incredibly white. Like, your, the, so the Elgato wave kind of blended in with you uh, nine times out of ten. But that, by God... <laughs> Yeah, it will, it's fucking massive. <laughs> I will be changing the placement. Like, look, I can turn it around so you can see. I will be changing uh, changing the placement of it. At the moment, it's off to the side of my desk. So my desk, I, if I was sit forward, I wouldn't be facing this way. But obviously, I face you guys on this screen here. Um, but I've got an Elgato low profile mic arm. Um, if you if you listen to this on demand, just just pretend like you know what I'm doing. Just make up my body movements. Fine. Just just make yeah, but whatever. It's fine. Um, but I'm gonna move it so that it's over there and comes under the monitors. So it will be just mm -hmm. out of shot, like pointed up. I just moved it up into shot to get the uh, Logi logo placement in because you know, hey, love to see it. It it all sounds like you have a British accent. Oh, for fuck's sake, honestly. I mean, my my accent is definitely not quintessential British. <laughs> it's definitely not that. It's the exact opposite. Council housed and violent, some might say. Yes, annoyingly, I can't use voice mod either, so I can't even jump into uh, Morgan Freeman and give you some cha 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 The man is in the... Uh, so, yeah. British is all we've got. That's all we can go with. Anyway, how you all doing? Welcome in. I can see JMK was in nice and early. Exclamation mark time. The time is currently Friday, 3.40 and 18 seconds p.m., which is basically 10 a.m.-ish, exactly. You know, goddamn right. Uh, Gagad says, good after morning on Free Game Friday. Free Game Friday? What is this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, cookies, welcome in. JMK, welcome in. Jack, how you doing, Jack? Hey. Jack, not your friend. I did see you join the uh, the Boom Clan. I mean, we, oh. do, we do like Spidge. We do like Spidge's antics. We do like everyone, really, and we don't really mind you have, uh, having a problem with you jumping into the clans, I but, do. you know, just want to get beef. Uh, I mean, t you, at least you're not 12 who hasn't joined a clan. I mean, <laughs> oh, honestly. He's got his own clan. Uh, very yeah. partial. Yeah, exactly. It was Triple H's thing, thank you very much. Uh, you sound terrible, but not because of the mic. Imagine what you sound like, mate. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, send the mic back, I'm American. Uh, what, uh, what the hell do I know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Anyway, welcome into the stream. If you don't know who we are, my name is Graham. This is Bibi. We are Ice Cream Uploads in true ice cream fashion. This is The Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast, if we do say so ourselves. Uh, we are live on twitch.tv forward slash Ice Cream Uploads, where we go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. Ish. <laughs> Ish. Busy all day today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mine wasn't too bad, but I I designed it to be that way so that I could use the Friday to plumb in my microphone because I knew it was either going to take me an hour or will take me forever and I will never be happy with it. So the fact that I got an hour just boxed off meant that I could unplug shit, plug shit back in again, and everything seems to be kind of good now. So hopefully, hopefully, I just need to figure out how everything works and we're cushy. If not, 
<laughs> well, that just is what it is. Hey, you fucking yeah! Voice changes. Anyway, uh, that's not what I was here to say. We are here to bring you the biggest, the best, and breaking stories in the world of video games, plus our thoughts and impressions. We want to hear your thoughts and impressions, and then your thoughts and impressions, and our thoughts and impressions. So if you are watching live on Twitch.tv forward slash please feel free to get involved in the chat, and it's important that you do, because we are live on Twitch, but the live stream is turned into a podcast, a video on YouTube, and an audio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. That's a lot of places where over 200,000 people. Did I say SoundCloud then? I did, didn't I? Shit, I meant I'm, I'm not sure, music. Graham. I'm just a bit bewildered by how many words that you. I thought I fucking. I thought I was on a call with uh, the rap god himself. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I was going to jump into full Nietzsche then and channel my inner Macklemore because when you were playing on the weekend, all I heard was "It is what it is, but it is what it isn't," <laughs> like over and over <laughs> again. So use use. Um, anyway, yes, please do feel free to get involved in the chat because we do turn the live stream into a podcast. Over two hundred thousand people have watched and listened on demand. There's a video on YouTube and an audio podcast on iTunes, and Spotify, and Amazon Music and Google Play. So please do feel free to get involved in the chat. If you are watching along and you are interrupted by adverts, that's just the nature of Twitch. We can't help that, but you can. And if you want to, you do not have to you can watch ad uh, with the ads on but if you want to watch ad free one subscription is all that costs the reason i'm telling you this though is because this monday is the loot drop day the first monday of every month we give a prize to one of our subscribers and this month we don't know what the prize is we still don't know we still don't know but you have to be a sub at 3 p.m on monday to be involved in uh, in that giveaway for a chance to win it. i've just punched the microphone so fuck that fucking thing uh but yeah please do feel free to sub to the channel but please do feel free to not sub and just 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 coast along if you can, get yourself Twitch Turbo. That way you don't get adverts and you get a bit of best both. You know what I'm saying? Nice, nice. Yeah. <sighs> he said all that before. I believe he says it in his sleep. I say it when I'm in random places. Can I get um? Can I, can I get a six-inch meatball marinara, please? Uh, and some iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Play <laughs> over 200,000. No, actually, no. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Quick Stop Hicks, hey, welcome in. How you doing, Quick Stop Hicks and uh, Raiders? He is, isn't he? He's all right. We like that guy. I mean, I like that guy. Bibby says mean things about him when he's not here all the Listen, time. I've seen him play WWE a hell of a lot of times. If there's one man that loves a little bit of combat, it's him. I ain't getting involved with that. I do not <laughs> want that smoke. Switching scenes. Hey, it says Bibby's back in the ICU studio. Wherever you are, you're in the wrong place. God damn it. Uh, sorry Graham <laughs> sorry nah, sorry, nah, it was my problem but still quick stop Hicks thank you very much for the raid dude I appreciate that uh, Hubzilla thank you for dropping into the stream too um, have we been WWE in today or we're having some FIFA fun times what 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 we're saying what we've been diddling is it some PGA-ish on the cards I know quick stop Hicks is, is a man of many talents he tries his hands to many many things oh there he is in the chat I didn't even see uh, yeah. AW ooh I haven't played it yet, but I've heard very good things, so I'm interested to hear what he has to say about it. Nice, nice. I haven't played it, but I do have a signed T-shirt that I picked up at Gamescom last year. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what a flex. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I don't know who signed it, but yeah. <laughs> He's got a signed T-shirt that he doesn't have anymore. It's in the studio, and you have yeah. no idea who signed it. Yep. Two people signed it, no idea who they are, uh, and <laughs> that's the reason why it's now in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> bad man flex exactly you get me you get me you get me anyway uh we are here to talk video games and we do have a couple of stories to go through today kicking things off we will be talking about baby you have to try your best to stay stay with us for this i know you're not really interested in elder scrolls spoiler alert if you like some elder scrolls and you can't see i don't know why 
genuinely just looked off to my right hand side to look at the wall next to Bibi. <laughs> but you see, like you've just done then, I looked to my right in my room to look at your picture on your wall. That's not how, but that's not how geography it's works. It's not quite, um, I know we keep on saying it's a window, Gray, but it's not actually a window. You can't see through it. <laughs> uh, so yes, we are start, uh, starting things off by talking about Elder Scrolls. And once again, a nugget has been given to us by fumbling lawyer uh, this time microsoft's lawyer so yesterday we, we were talking about how uh, playstation's lawyers dropped the ball uh, microsoft's lawyers have done it today as they've made an elder scrolls 6 mistake while responding to the ftc so elder scrolls 6 could be coming ish ish keep that with a pinch we'll, we'll jump into that as our first story we'll then talk about microsoft revealing the xbox series x and s sales numbers which is actually quite a big thing because microsoft doesn't reveal sales numbers whenever they're behind, and they're behind for a couple of generations, so this is new-ish. Uh, then we'll talk about Baldur's Gate 3 Studio saying it may have to make compromises to get the game on Xbox, and it's Friday, and Gagad's already called it out, so today is exclamation mark FF free game. Friday. So we will tell you what game you can pick up for free at the end of this stream, so please do feel free to stick around for that, but for now, mm-hmm. Mr. Bib. Yes. Elder Scrolls. Yes or no? What are you it's saying? It's all right, isn't it? It's all right. If you're into that sort of thing, I suppose. If, yeah, if you're into, like, a bit of magic, you know, a bit of vampirism, wielding massive swords, yeah. casting shitloads of fucking magic! <laughs> <laughs> then and this might be the game for you. Yeah, there you go. Uh, on that bombshell, Daniel Morris at GameRant says, Microsoft lawyer makes an Elder Scrolls 6 mistake while responding to the FTC. During a hearing with the FTC over the Activision Blizzard acquisition, Microsoft's lawyer makes a bizarre Elder Scrolls 6 gaff. As we jump into the article, it says, a Microsoft lawyer has made an Elder Scrolls 6 mistake while responding to a question from the FTC claiming that, quote, Elder Scrolls 16, nice, uh, will be released in 2026. The Elder Scrolls 6 reveal trailer recently turned five years old, and fans have been clamoring for any news about the upcoming sequel. The FTC first moved uh, to block Microsoft's Activision Blizzard acquisition a few weeks ago, and since June 22nd, the company has faced the regulator in an attempt to get the move approved. Microsoft purchased Bethesda in 2021, in what was one of the biggest video game acquisitions ever made ever since, some Bethesda games have become Xbox console exclusives, with Starfield in particular not releasing on PS5. As a result, the Bethesda acquisition has been a big focus of the hearing, as it could hint at how Microsoft may act in the future, uh, in the event of owning Activision Blizzard. The strange gaffe was first reported by The Verge, which has been transcribing the hearing as it happened. Microsoft's lawyers looked to correct the FTC. Did, did my mic... Was that crisp then, or did it go in and out? Because it sounded like it went in and out. It, it, it sounded like someone just scratched on your front of your microphone. That was a bit weird. Interesting. I Interesting. thought you might have just, like, rubbed your beard on it or something by accident. I don't know what you mean. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I may have done that too, but uh, it just sounded like it went uh, it, it cut out to me. But anyway, the strange gaff was first reported by The Verge, which has been transcribing the hearing as it happened. Microsoft's lawyer looked to correct the FTC on an Elder Scrolls-based issue and ended up making a mistake of their own. The lawyer refers to Elder Scrolls 16 and claims it is, quote, projected for release in 2026 as a single-player game, end quote. Now, it's easy, uh, easy to assume this lawyer was talking about the Elder Scrolls 6, and it raises some interesting questions 
questions about the upcoming title. Phil Spencer recently hinted the Elder Scrolls 6 is five plus years away, and it would be strange for a lawyer to knowingly contradict that. Um, then it has the actual bit from the lawyer embedded in there, but we've pretty much covered that anyway, so I'll jump past that. And then it says, with Starfield nearing completion, it was assumed that the Elder Scrolls 6 will likely enter full production at some point later this year, or early next year at the latest. Even still, this means that Bethesda would be left with little time to hit that 2026 release date, and it also seems unlikely that a lawyer would be privy to this knowledge. So right now, it seems like a simple slip of the tongue. I would stop there, but I didn't realise this until I read this article earlier on. That the FTC so far has been filled with all sorts of errors. The Elder Scrolls 6 isn't the only victim. There are... Th th through a series of accidentally unredacted documents, which we covered yesterday, The Last of Us Part 2 and Horizon Forbidden Best... Forbidden uh, Breast? Forbidden yes. Breast? Forbidden Breasts. That's the, uh, the after-hours game, the dark... Cities on the <laughs> Horizon Forbidden Breasts were revealed, uh, and the existence of Daisy 2 was also leaked. That's the bit that I read earlier on. So not only The Last of Us and Part 2, the costs of those... Um, revealed but daisy 2 was also leaked air quotes it wasn't really much other than just the words daisy 2 in a document but mm -hmm. still it was there you weren't supposed to see it but we got to see it you weren't supposed to see how much the last of us and horizon forbidden west cost but we've seen it and you weren't supposed to see that the elder scrolls 6 is potentially in production and could be with us in 2026 so three years from now mm -hmm. you weren't supposed to see it but now you have what are your thoughts mr Bip? yeah i mean i've i was under the impression that oh, i was going to take big philly spence's words as gospel with this that we're, we're five years away and i thought do you know what waited 13 years already what's another five we'll make it 18 years before another <laughs> fucking uh another elder scrolls game comes out because obviously regardless of what people think the Elder Scrolls Online is clearly doing exceptionally well because they are re they're releasing new content every three or four months. Like Necrom's just come out now. That's that seems to be doing extremely well. So yeah, it, it, that is where their main priority is. I feel like at this moment in time, that doesn't mean to say that they do have another team working and have been working on this new Elder Scrolls game for the longest time. As I said, they've been supporting Skyrim by releasing it on every single console platform known to man. I might have bought every copy available on every single platform. Let's not talk about that. But no we're comment. at a point now where I, I don't think it'll be out of the ordinary for a lawyer to know this information. I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility that they would. Whether or not they've accidentally let it slip, I, I'm not sure. But to outright just say the lawyer won't know this information, I don't believe that to be the. I don't believe that to be the case. I reckon if they, the lawyer's gone in and they're trying to fight the battle for Xbox as a whole, that they would have been given a stupid amount of information about stuff that we will probably never hear about unless it's been brought up in court and they have to d potentially defend it. Um, or they would have just been clued in on what they have upcoming in case they get grilled about it. Because if they don't know, they're just going to say, I don't know, but then th there's an area of doubt there. Then, So I don't think it's beyond the uh, realms of possibility that they would have been given this information. I do think it's highly unlikely that they would have let it slip, though. 
I think that's where my potential grey area comes in. They're extremely well paid. They are extremely professional. They have done this day in, day out for a number of years, especially as high-profile lawyers that I imagine Xbox would have employed to be able to try and uh, defend or attack this case. So I think it's more highly unlikely that they would have let it slip rather than them not knowing this information, which is essentially what this whole article is about. If it arrives in three years' time, fantastic. Honestly, can't wait to be able to get stuck into it. I was actually playing Enderall last night um, just because I needed my Skyrim fix and I haven't played it in a while. Obviously, we've been playing other games on this channel because every single game that, uh, that Known to Man has been coming out over the last couple of months. So we've obviously been streaming that kind of thing. So I haven't played Skyrim forever. I thought I'm going to get my fix and go play some Enderall, which is obviously the completely different story but made by, uh, made by fans like a mod. So... I can't wait to just get into a new storyline. I feel like now is the time for us to start looking forward as to what potentially could be next. We've had Skyrim for too long now. We've had Anniversary Editions, Special Editions, whatever it is that we've got. Centenary Editions, Decade Editions, New Millennium yeah. Editions. We, we play, we've been playing the same game for 13 years, Graham. Regardless of how we've ended up playing it, whether or not you want it to be uh, <clears throat> a stealth archer or whatever it was that you wanted to be, We've we've done it all at this point. I'm I'm just excited about what's coming next. But yeah, as you mentioned, I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility that we would have that the lawyer would have known this information. I think it's more unlikely that they would have let it slip. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I think you're right there, because this isn't like one of those dollar a dime sort of lawyers or someone that you just get handed free because you can't afford yeah. if you get if you can't afford to uh, pay for a lawyer one will, will be provided for you that sort of like read your rights sort of thing um this is microsoft so like the people they're dealing with are not just someone that they will just rock up to court with these will be their lawyers they will know what games they're working on i imagine lawyers for, for brands like that are more like account managers they will always be there they'll be touching base day in day out not only because that's probably a multi-million pound annual contract that they have with Microsoft, um, and they want to keep touching base with that, keep keep things sweet. If you're not visible, you're easy to forget. So they, they probably are, are are always there anyway. But it's not beyond the realms of imagination, like Bibi says, for a lot for lawyers of that level to be like, no, tell us about every game you've got, and we can work out yeah. with your PR teams. I mean, they can't offer any legal guidance to PR teams if they don't know everything. Um, so yeah, yeah it, it does seem like it's possible. I imagine, especially in this situation as well, because I imagine a lot of brands don't have that relationship with lawyers. Massive mm -hmm. global publishers. I've worked with quite a lot of them, so has Bib, and I would say that most don't have that relationship with lawyers. But something like a Microsoft, I imagine, mm -hmm. probably could especially in this sort of situation. They've probably been sat in rooms. Um, for weeks, months, nights, yeah. weekends, got going over, cramming what they're going to do. They were probably sat in a room last night and, and, and so on. So, yeah, I do feel it is possible that a lawyer could know that information. I do feel it is possible that a lawyer could slip that information because also, as much as the lawyers might want to know everything in and out, they may be lawyers at heart. They may not be gamers. So, <laughs> I mean, I would easily make... I, I mean, I wouldn't make an Elder Scrolls 16 gaff, but I'd, I'd happily... Not happily, I'd very likely to make an Elder Scrolls gaff somewhere. So, and I work in video games. So, someone yeah. that has that level of technical knowledge coming in, maybe just has glanced down his notes, said sixteen, and then thrown out a date. But they'd gone fuck. Not only to say it wrong, but the the notes that I'm not supposed to say. <laughs> Shit. 
But like you say, these guys, are, these lawyers are on retainer. There is no way that they just roped them in. These are the same guys that represent them pretty much across the board at any given occasion, regardless of whether or not it's FTC stuff, whether or not it's a copyright claim or whatever. It will probably be the same lawyers that they probably would have had for over a decade that they've just had on retainer that are in PR meetings, that are in trading meetings, that are whatever, just to protect the company. And, the, and, the, and they are just there. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, as I said, that, that, that the crux of this isn't the fact that we're getting a new Elder Scrolls. We already know this. We've just seen nothing from it. And now we've got Phil Spencer's word versus a lawyer who's <clears throat> potentially let it slip or is just, he's just made a little bit of a gaffe. It's not as if they are revealing for the first time that a new Elder Scrolls game is coming out. We already know this, this information is not new to us. It's just the fact that we might be getting it two years earlier than what has potentially been spouted by, obviously, the Xbox boss himself. Xbox boss boss. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's it's not mega surprising. If anything, the only thing surprising is the fact that they've said three years away because three years to make a game the size of Elder Scrolls Six is not a lot of time. Um, or, or what we assume, we don't know anything about Elder Scrolls Six, so we assume based off previous Elder Scrolls games that it would be a big old game. Um... So three years to make something of that size and scale, not a lot of time. So have they already been working on it? But, but yeah, hundred percent. They've been working on this for five plus years, if not longer. There's yeah. no way that they're just picking up the. They're not. They, they haven't just started the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series S and X and gone. Do you know what? I think we need a new Elder Scrolls game now. I'm pretty sure but... there was actually words saying that they were working on it, but then they deprioritized it. Um, and moved some of the teams off of it onto Starfield. I'm pretty sure we yeah. covered that at one point in time. So they definitely have been, ago. and they won't have taken everyone off. They won't have just gone, fuck that shit. I mean, so like it was like it was about 18 months ago or whatever when we covered that bit at that point in time. Someone will have still been working on that. Uh, they won't just go, oh, we'll just leave just Jim in the corner. Jim's sat there going, looks up, and all of the desks are gone, and he's like, where the fuck's everyone gone? Everyone's over in the Starfield room like... <laughs> that was a party, by the way, not not, not double-handed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, fine. Excuse yeah. me? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. You've seen what I was doing, then it makes sense. <laughs> um, so, yeah, not a surprise. Not a surprise at all. Um... It's just good to see. It's good to see people making mistakes. Whether it's an honest mistake, whether it's an actual real-life gaffe and a slip of the tongue, whether it's just I've, I've said something completely wrong and fucked up myself trying to correct someone else, we don't know. We don't know. But all we know is that PlayStation told us it cost over $200 million to make two of their games, and they would never have told us that. Uh, Bohemia, uh, which are the makers of DayZ, um, as David's asked in the chat, had some information shared. So the existence of Daisy was leaked by documents from Bohemia. So Bohemia basically had some documents that were redacted-ish um, mm-hmm. that were given to Microsoft that confirmed the games that they were working on. There was a no- there was like a couple of armor games in there and Daisy 2. But it didn't go into detail. It was just titles. So if someone said to you before it was announced that Daisy creators would probably be working on Daisy 2 in some way, shape, or form at some point in time. You'd be like, correct. <laughs> Great. It's like FIFA creators will be working on a new FIFA game or EA Sports FC as it is now. Surprise, surprise. Oh, wow. Imagine that. So it's, it's kind of like that. But it's the fact that there is a difference between knowing and expecting something's coming 
and actually being told that something is coming. And that's the thing. We're not quite at the point of actually being told. Because this could be one of those things where the game's not been greenlit and Daisy 2 never, ever arrives. Mm-hmm. But people are looking at it internally, so it might do. Um, and obviously, we, we're not supposed to know that yet. So this is where the interest and the excitement and the uh, peeking behind the curtain stuff comes from. This case can last forever for me, um, yeah. just because we keep getting cool little things like that. Obviously, it won't. It will probably die off in the next couple of weeks, couple of months-ish. Um, but yeah, as as the final line of this story says, in bold print, The Elder Scrolls Six is in development. I mean, it's not been confirmed, but... You know, I like the passion there. Nice. Um, speaking of passion, Xbox have been quite passionate about keeping sales numbers hidden until now. Uh, this article from, and I'm going to butcher this, I apologise up front, Dominic. <laughs> Dominic Bojniak? I think you've nailed that. I think you've done very well. I mean, this is where he comes. It's actually at Boz and Jack. Thanks, mate. Uh, it's uh, you, you couldn't have sound. We've got one of them. <laughs> we have. Fuck yeah. <laughs> We've got one of them. <laughs> Send him the article. Says this your alter ego. <laughs> Anyone listening to this now is going, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Never mind. We'll move past it. Absolutely. Dominic Bosniak at the Game Rant says uh, Microsoft reveals Xbox Series X and S sales numbers following almost a decade a decade of not reporting on Xbox sales. Microsoft casually reveals the sales numbers of its last two console generations excuse me while i just cough so microsoft revealed the sales numbers of the xbox series x and s and xbox one at a june gaming festival in latin america the move was somewhat unexpected not least because xbox head phil spencer downplayed the importance of console sales as recently as may 2023 excuse me once again the Washington-based tech giant stopped reporting. Oh, we dig. <laughs> there you go. Nice Pokemon references for you there if you didn't get it. Nice. Uh, the Washington-based <laughs> tech giant stopped reporting its quarterly console sales numbers in October 2015, some two years after its less-than-ideal launch of the Xbox One. Since Microsoft recently admitted that the Xbox lost the console walls, uh, wars, few people expected it to resume the practice. And while Microsoft's recent... Oh, fuck you with your subscribe to our newsletter. Pop up bullshit. Get out of here. And while Microsoft's recent financial reports remain free of hardware sales figures, the company has now opted to disclose its latest numbers in a more casual setting during the second day of the 2023 Best International Games Festival in Brazil. That's the big festival. Um, I, do you know, I'd never heard of Big Fest in Brazil until about six weeks ago, and I've heard about it about once a week <laughs> since then. What the hell? It's anyway, festival, it clearly is. Name and, and <laughs> everything. Uh, the largest gaming event in Latin America, hence saw Microsoft reveal that the Xbox Series X and Series S currently boast over 21 million in lifetime sales, and its last two console generations sold more than 79 million units combined. This places the total sales of the Xbox One at apparently 58 million as of June 2023. Uh, just in case you didn't get that. Xbox Series X and S, 21 million. Xbox One, 58 million. Uh, while Microsoft's decision, uh, decision to publicize its hardware sales broke an eight-year precedent, the figures themselves aren't surprising as they're largely consistent with the latest unofficial estimates. For example, VGC reported that the Xbox Series X and S sales hit 20 million in March 2023. The official numbers also indicate 
that Microsoft managed to maintain its hardware momentum from 2022 when the company announced that the Xbox had its best sales year ever. And although uh, and though the 21 million combined sales that the Xbox Series X and S reached in their first three years on the market is not a small figure, it's barely half of the massive PS5 sales that the best console generation series brand everything in the console wars ever exists reported in quarter one 2023. PlayStation better than No, okay. Okay, okay, banner aside. Still big numbers, but we've got them. 58 million Xbox One consoles sold, and so far, 21 million Series X and S consoles sold. Um, does it actually give us a number of the PlayStation? No. Well, it's, it's half-ish of what, what PlayStation has. So there we go. Thoughts on this, then. Have Xbox thought, do you know what? Fuck it. Transparency is the best way. This is um, our mantra. We are about players about gamers about giving the best opportunities to our communities and the best way we can do that is to not go oh shit we're losing the console war so we'll just stop reporting figures now do they just go do you know what? fuck it not bothered you'll see if we're winning you'll see if we're losing what you will be able to see is everything and you can judge us off that or have they just done goofed what are your thoughts babe yeah i uh i i think that they're on track here i mean is it to me it's it's a little bit surprising, but at the same time, you could wrap it up with is probably not. Obviously, Xbox haven't had the greatest first-party launch since the consoles come out. We mention all the time we don't have to go over the, that ground again. However, I've got a small little penis. again. I've used oh, sorry. caveat. I I've used caveat in there quite a bit in this episode today, but again, a small little caveat. They've got the cheapest console out on the market at the moment at £250. I know I think the price was going up recently. I think they was adding 30 quid onto it. So we'll call it a next-gen console for 280 quid. That is still an absolute steal. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it's not as powerful as the Xbox Series X. It plays all of the games that the Xbox Series X can play. It just doesn't have a true 4K capability, which for a lot of people to get into new gen, 280 quid. I have a Series S. I absolutely adore this console. Um, if I had the choice to have an Xbox Series X, would I take one? Absolutely. But vouch, by the way. everything that I play get Xbox games like, for. The bits of paper that are on my side there have not blown off once since I've had my Series X. <laughs> they have stayed there. Great, great stuff. I, w- I wondered when you was going to buy one how much how much time you'd actually use it for. I might have thought you'd just use it for like I don't know. I did actually. I did again. This is moving away from the story a little bit. I'll come back full circle. But I did read something in the news yesterday that there is over one million players out there that just bought a PlayStation Five to play Call of Duty on, which I, which blew my mind. And then I thought, actually, it doesn't because how many times have we said on this podcast people will buy consoles for probably two games a year? Latest FIFA latest call of duty and it just so happens that in this particular article i think it was the gamer that put it out um that it was literally they've done a survey and people only play call of duty on their console whether or not it be the latest call of duty or just warzone there's over a million people who've bought one mind-blowing stuff i mean but kind still, of makes sense though sorry i know you were going to go back but it kind of makes sense because if you yeah. think about it think of all the money that you spend doing social activities with mates i mean obviously you don't anymore because you're uh, you got a little one now. All your social activities is gone. Uh, I play football once a week, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> but how much do, like, do, you, do you pay for your football activities? Yes. So yeah. I'll give it a round figure. We'll call it £10 a week. Um, so if you're paying £10 a week, that's £40 a month. That's 50, uh, for 52. That's 52 weeks. That's 520 weeks. And, uh, £520 a year-ish. Um, just to do 
football slash social activities with your mates. So that's kind of comparable with what you'd be getting for uh, a next-gen console and a game to then mm-hmm. play that week in, week out. That's social yeah. activities. So I always think, like, like this, they offer so much. But I'm sat here with an Xbox Series X that I've only played Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with you on stream. <laughs> so, yeah. And so, you've got a PlayStation 5 that you've only played PUBG on. Obviously, I know that isn't the case, but I'm doing it for shits and gigs. Petitioning for PUBG too. Um, <laughs> just so you can play something different. But no, I, I, in terms of next-gen consoles and the best way to get into next-gen, the, the, well, it's current-gen now, so we're two years deep at this point, but... That console is fantastic. I genuinely thought it would probably have been Xbox Series X might have sold 55% of the Xbox's stock and then Xbox Series S is making up 45%. That's still a huge amounts of numbers that are being put through and the, there's both SKUs being merged into one. But obviously we won't know the, the complete breakdown of it. But if I was to recommend, and I still, since I have one, or since I've had one, shall we say, it has been, it, despite my love for PlayStation, and I play my PlayStation way more than my Series S, I cannot recommend the Xbox Series S enough as an intra-level console for people nowadays. It's like, phenomenal. At, at that price yeah. point and what it can deliver, it is phenomenal. And this is, the same thing is like, because if, if you're recommending to someone, there is there's usually two scenarios. You're recommending someone that's had a console before, or you're recommending someone that hasn't had a conf- uh, console before. If they've had mm-hmm. a console before, and it was a PlayStation, um, then there's a good chance they'll get a PlayStation console. If they haven't had a console before, then no backlog, no library, then you are coming to this with no games to play. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's where the yeah. Xbox Series S is phenomenal. For 280 quid, you get access to Game Pass. For, and it's, yeah. yeah, phenomenal machine. Phenomenal. I have people who I went to school with that I've probably not spoken to for like five or six years. They're on Facebook or whatever. And they know me as a tech guy, the, 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 the Twitch streamer, the guy that's in video games. Obviously, they see me here, there, and everywhere, uh, whether or not we're doing events or whatever. And they just literally messaged me on Instagram. I had one last week saying that my son's five or six. All he wants to do is play Minecraft. What is the best way of him being able to play? Well, Minecraft first of all, you get him a PS5, you get him a copy of Minecraft, <laughs> yeah. you snap it to pieces in front of him and say, real men play PUBG. And, and... <laughs> Yeah, I like the, it. Just get an Xbox Series S because you can play it with mouse and keyboard. You can play pretty much every single game with mouse and keyboard within reason. Do you know what I mean? So I can't recommend that system enough to people who have children that are coming to an age now where they want to play consoles. They might not want a Nintendo Switch. They might want something a bit more keyboard and mousey with a con with a or with a controller or something like that. It's just. 280 quid, you genuinely can't argue with it, which is why I, I genuinely thought the numbers would be a little bit higher. Um, but, I mean, we did have a drought for the longest time where people couldn't get them unless it was being, unless you paid scalper prices. I don't think that's been the case now for maybe six months. I think post-Christmas this year, uh, the people who were sat on them ended up losing a shitload of money because games started to stock them again. The likes of the game collection, Amazon, very all of these places that you would usually go to to be able to get a console all had them available so i i think the numbers might be made up in the next 12 months or so between now and then i do believe this christmas is probably going to be the biggest christmas for xbox um providing that obviously nintendo don't bring anything out before then i don't think they are i think they're we're 18 months two years away from nintendo bringing out a new console but i mean i think i think i think 
I feel like you're wrong. I feel like you're wrong. This is going to be the biggest Christmas for PlayStation because everyone's going to buy PSVR 2 and the absolutely definitely not a Wii U PS screen thing. Clip it! (laughs) Yes, yes. No, I mean, I do feel like PlayStation don't really know where they're they're at right now um, Mm -hmm. in that sort of sense because the PlayStation screen that's just been slapped in the middle of a control pad why mm-hmm. why you do this it's, it's, it, i don't know who that's for because we have remote play and we have smartphone devices and we have things mm-hmm. like rizikishis and backbone uh one devices that you can use to turn your smartphone into a playable screen so that exists for 80 quid then you've got the logitech cloud uh g cloud plus your, your steam decks uh stream steam 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 deck there we go never, never to get that one right off the bat i always i always have to look down at my actual stream deck in front of me to make sure which one it is which is what i did then anyway <laughs> um so yeah playstation have got this weird device for remote playing stuff which is not going to have any hardware in it so is that going to be 150 quid if it's any more than 150 quid mm. it's a waste of money in my opinion and then you've got the psvr2 which is a, is not a waste of money it's an absolute phenomenal piece of kit but it's too much money. So mm-hmm. with that... And not enough to play. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, nah, you, you are right. Xbox will have a very, very strong Christmas this Christmas, I imagine. Either um, because anyone that's got... that's in like, The reason I got an Xbox is because I don't really need much in life. I had a PlayStation. What do I get for Christmas? Well, I'll get an Xbox. Uh, it was that or, or a Steam Deck. So I went for the Xbox. Um this Christmas I'll probably get Steam Deck because I haven't got one and I'll, I'll just fill a hole. Jobs are good. And, but other people are doing that sort of thing. I've got a PlayStation. Oh, Xbox has got Game Pass. It's really good. So everyone that got a PlayStation last year and the year before are now looking at, oh, well, maybe I'll get an Xbox. Plus the, uh, the market's like normalized. People have got PS4s and Xbox uh, One consoles that are becoming old and are now slowly mm-hmm. starting to be fading out. So people definitely need to start making the switch to the latest generation of hardware. And PlayStation already has a bigger install base, nearly twice as much. So yeah, I think this yeah. will, like I say, will be a big Christmas for um, for Xbox. That said, the only other thing is that uh, there is still a lot of PS4 owners that don't own a PS5 yet. So it could still, in theory, be a big, big Christmas for PlayStation. Just yeah. leave the VR and the portable thing, Project <laughs> Q or whatever it was called, at the door. So you're not going to go as far as say that Xbox have got an open goal this year, then though? No? Nah, nah. I don't. I don't believe that anyone truly has an open goal ever anymore. Just because there's, there's so many nuances in terms of, I mean, hardware being reduced in price, mm. the availability of hardware now more than ever in terms of a lot of people have had more difficulty getting hold of that. Mm-hmm. Um, new titles and games be more mainstream um so all it takes is another witcher series or something the last of us hitting hbo or there's there's something else like um oh no it was it was the uncharted film all it takes is a couple of things like that and playstation starts hitting new markets so with with that in mind playstation might be having a great time but there's still huge markets out there left untapped so yeah there's no i think nintendo did i think nintendo had a massive open goal and I think they capitalised on it. What, with the uh, are, Mario? But very, well, with everything, because let's be honest, the handheld side of things has been so dormant for ages that we had... Dormant? Dormant, <laughs> dormant for ages. <laughs> that The last one before the Nintendo Switch, we had obviously the 3DS, another Nintendo console, but we had the PlayStation Vita. 
coming back into stuff now, you had emulator machines, things like the Ambernic 350. Um, we've got the Steam Deck. We've got the Ioneo. We've got um, the Logitech uh, G Cloud. Like Nintendo have capitalized well before all of these did. I know some of them are streaming machines. I'm just using it as a hand as a handheld device. They was the be all and end all when it came to that. However, I feel like that market is not necessarily at this moment in time saturated, but it's getting to a point where you have more than just the Nintendo Switch to look at now with the likes of the Steam Deck, which arguably a pound for pound a much better service than what you're getting with Nintendo. What you're getting with Nintendo well, is what similarly, exactly. the ROG Ally, uh, Ally, should I say. Uh, ROG, that's it, yeah. Pound for pound. Machine. Um, from the reviews I've seen, is better than a Steam Deck as well. So you know what I mean. Like I'm, I didn't want to say the market's getting saturated because we we, we haven't had the uh, decent handheld market in forever. But it just feels like every man and the dog, every manufacturer at this moment in time is making a handheld system. And luckily, Nintendo absolutely nailed this one with the Nintendo Switch. Obviously, they brought out the OLED SKUs uh, since, obviously, making the Nintendo Switch. You've got two different SKUs out there. You've got the, the Switch Lite and the games that go along with it, with the likes of Tears of Kingdom, the new Mario games that are coming out, the Pokemon games that have done exceptionally well. They've capitalized and got better and better, apart from the fact that we still haven't had a new Mario Kart for that system yet. That is the most annoying thing there is. However, they're still supporting it, regardless of whether or not it was a Wii U game that they get ported over and they just keep on throwing out map packs for it. They're still supporting it and people are still lapping it up, so why change it? Um, but like you say, with the likes of the ROG Ally and the Steam Deck, which are two unbelievably powerful systems, I, I'm excited for the future of handhelds. Forget about the PlayStation side of things because that the PlayStation Q thing is just yeah awful. Bin, I don't think that's going to land at all. And, and this this is coming from two people that aren't PlayStation fanboys but are aligned with PlayStation more than mm-hmm. Xbox. Uh, it's just a bad idea. It, it really is. Yeah. It's like oh, everyone else is doing it, so we'll have a go. But the I, I never know if it's ROG or ROG. It's always been Asus ROG for me. Republic of Games. I've always said but, ROG. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so the ally anyway. Great piece of kit, Steam Deck. Absolutely phenomenal piece of kit too. Slight differences between the two. You People will figure out which one's the best and we'll go from there. Job's good. Nice. But the PlayStation Project PQRSTUV, whatever it's called, is not going to be in that conversation at all. And um, Nintendo Switch, you said Nintendo scored uh, an open goal. I don't know if I'd put it that way though. I, I feel like... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, they scored, yeah, an open goal. Sorry, yeah, you're yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't know if I'd put it that way. They definitely scored, but whether they scored it or someone booted it at them and it bounced off them and went in, like, I'm not <laughs> quite sure which way I put it. Because there's things that, like, like uh, Nintendo make some of the most head spinning calls that you could ever make. Um, and then they make some phenomenal ones. So I don't know whether this was Nintendo going. Yeah, we're going to make a stupid console that's going to take the world by storm. Because when the Switch was first announced, everyone thought it was stupid. Um, and it has done bits. But then um, they've just there's been so many kind of like weird decisions, like everyone's moving over from 720p to 1080 to 4K screens and trying to do this and the other and super refresh rates. And Nintendo's like, yeah, we will carry on playing it on uh, a keyring-sized screen. And, and <laughs> but, Stupid decision. But then all of a sudden the transistor shortage has come into place and Nintendo's like, oh, we don't use any high-tech stock, so it doesn't bother yeah. us, which is phenomenal. Like, like whether they saw that coming, whether they had industry insight and thought, no, nope, we'll just tonker down here and we'll just carry on making games available rather than yeah. making new experiences that you've got to wait for. 
Um, so, yeah. Whether it was a, a stupid Nintendo play or whether it was an absolute genius decision. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. Either way, the outcome is the same. <clears throat> Nintendo was smashing it. They've not been left behind. And that, for Nintendo, is the most important thing. Keep the conversation going about Nintendo. And... Uh, you you genuinely have to admire them. They've made a hybrid system, which the Steam Deck now are trying to replicate with the likes of they have a dock for you to be able to put your Switch in, uh, sorry, your uh, Steam Deck into, and you can play it with whatever the fuck controller you want to be able to play it with on your t- in your, on your big TV while you sat on the couch. Like they have literally emulated what Nintendo Switch is, but you're playing a Steam library with a better screen. A lot of the time, better life, uh, better battery in there. But, I mean, these are quality of life features that obviously Nintendo wanted to be able to achieve at some point, which is, I guess, why we haven't seen uh, a Switch Pro. And I don't think we're going to see one. I think we're just going to get a a new iteration of what a Nintendo Switch is. Insert name here with whatever wild thing that they want to be able to put in. But I feel like if Nintendo can hit that best-selling console in history market with a Switch soon, they'll give up then. I feel like that is what they are on for. Just the ability to say we've got the best-selling console in history, which is the PS2, for those that don't know, right now. But they are closing in on it every year. Um, It's slowed down a bit, but they're only, like, I want to say only. They are, is it like 20 to 30 million behind? Maybe not even that. Maybe a bit more. I can't quite remember. Pokemon games away. Yeah, exactly. uh, They're not going to bring out another Zelda on this console. I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, in terms of a new iteration of Zelda, whether or not they end up remaking the old ones and bring that over, that's absolutely fine. But I'm talking about a new Legend of Zelda. Yeah, yeah. Tears of Kingdom-esque type game. We ain't going to get one of them on this console now. I think that's... We're more likely to get a Tears of the the Kingdom being ported over to whatever new Nintendo console it is than getting an absolute new iteration on there. Pokemon games, though, we're probably getting to a year at this moment in time. If not, decent expansions for whatever Pokemon game that's come out. So we're going to be getting at least three more of them, three or four more of them before the Switch is over. 95, whatever. Yeah, we'll get one week. Jump's good. Love that. Have you seen Jenkins' emotes? I didn't know Jenkins had some Bibby emotes in chat. That's fucking amazing, by the way. Bibby, one, two, three, four. Look at the face. (laughs) (laughs) I love that, man. I mean, I don't. He can get in the bin. I've I've got no, he's got no Graham emotes. (laughs) I need to bring up like a black screen on here because I am looking super pale. The sun started to go out, go down. It's dark as shit. Oh, Jenkins has put his face. I'll take that. I'll pretend that Jenkins one's me. Yay! <laughs> nice. Okay, on that Bob Show, we are going to put a pin in that story. So Microsoft reveals its Xbox Series X and S sales numbers. For the first time in almost a decade, we have been given confirmation that the Xbox One sold 58 million units and the Series consoles so far have sold 21 million units. But Xbox aren't putting pressure on themselves to sell units anymore. They're selling Game Pass and uh, mm-hmm. I think that frees it up. So is it a surprise that they've shared it? Yes. Will they keep up with it? Um, possibly. At this point, why not? You're already behind, but people are happy enough that you're winning what you're after. Crack on. So for me, just keep sharing the numbers. And mm-hmm. as long as you're justifying to yourself and your uh, shareholders that, yeah, we're not bothered about hardware sales, we're smashing it elsewhere with our revenues. Jobs are good and keep doing that. So I hope they keep up with it. I want to keep, I want to keep an eye on this. And it's we get it anyway. We've already had a confirmation that the industry analysts uh, are pretty much nailing it anyway. So if we know that we're pretty much finding out, control the narrative yourself. That's the best way. Mm-hmm. 
Speaking of controlling the narrative, uh, that's exactly what's been happening for Baldur's Gate 3. Chris Scullion over at VGC has this story. Before I jump into that, he's probably gone by now, but I realised that I, I spoke to him in chat, but didn't actually shout him out. Mux, thank you very much for the 41 bitties. And just as I'm talking about chats... Shagger, yes he is. Ah, no, it. Welcome in, OP3 Precision TV. Thank you very much for the big old red, you beautiful bitch. Fucking love you. Yeah, yeah. You big beautiful bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what a sound bite. Nice. Oh, that was that was me live. I've just got my uh. Microphone. <laughs> okay, I'll do I'll do your better one. Are you ready? OP3. <laughs> Three. Oh yeah. Eight. Oh yeah. Anyway, sort of that. Op three. Thank you very much. Get that clip. Get it clip. Do it now. Do it. Um. Yeah. Thank you very much for the red. Everyone dropping in for precision stream. How we diddling? Have you been doing some some bit of co-opage? I've seen a few people have been doing that. I actually jumped into uh, eFootball last night to find out that half my team is unplayable anymore because all the contracts are expired. Fuck this. Fuck but still, <laughs> I did it anyway, just so I could see where I was. Uh, because just co-ops. It's just it. Co-ops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you jumped in just in time for us to jump into our third of four articles. Uh, this one is about Baldur's Gate 3. The studio says it may have to make compromises to get it on Xbox. Tagline says the holdup is due to split screen co-op running poorly on the Series S. All that beef, all that talk that Bibby's just been giving, all that wind, the bluster about, yeah, get yourself a Series S. Look at it. Ruining games like Baldur's Gate 3. Get out of here. <laughs> so Baldur's Gate 3 is still coming to Xbox, but it may require compromises to get there, according to the boss of developer Larian. Speaking to IGN... My name is Optimus Prime. His name is Optimus Prime. Lake! Thank you very much for the primer. Ends tomorrow, bit late. Ends tomorrow, bit late. What, your prime ends tomorrow? Is it? Well, you know, that's that's the unfortunate because the loot drop starts again on Monday, so... Oh, no, you'll have to sub again. Goddamn. Uh, speaking to IGN, founder and creative director, Sven Vink was asked why the game is coming to PC in August and PS5 in September, but still doesn't have a date on Xbox Series X and S. According to Vink, the, issues, uh, the issue lies with the Microsoft policy that requires games to have the same gameplay features on both the Xbox Series X and... Poor man's console, the Series S. Ooh, sorry, I'm just beef. Sorry, sorry. So we're just talking about how good the Series S is yeah, for anyone that's just going. Yeah, I just bug the bears. Always the time. <laughs> anyway, while the Series S games often have a lower resolution, frame rate, or level of detail, this is considered acceptable. Microsoft, given that it's a less powerful machine than the Series X, what isn't considered acceptable, however, is the removal of modes or other features. The issue, then, as confirmed by the studio in February, is that the split-screen co-op mode runs perfectly well on the Xbox Series X, but is struggling to run at an acceptable level on the Xbox Series S. The team is reportedly hesitant, uh, hesitant to remove split-screen co-op altogether, thereby making the Series X version less feature-rich than the PS5 one, but Microsoft's policy also means it can't just remove it from the Series S version and keep it in the Series X version. Explaining the complexity of the co-op mode, Vinka explained, quote, you're very free in what you do, more free than people expect. This means you can run into a really big city that's much more dense than people expect. You can do all kinds of craziness, so it requires a lot of optimization. On certain platforms, we're just faster than on other platforms. It just takes us time. That's the reality of development. 
quote it's not that we planned this our plan was that we wanted to have a simultaneous release but we've been uh, on this game for a long time it's a really big game the amount of things you can do and uh, do in it is insane i think people will be surprised when they see everything there's constraints we have to overcome so we just work on them some take more time end quote vink also conceded that there ultimately may have to be some compromises made to release the xbox version but chose not to go into further detail he did however stress that microsoft was doing its best to help with the situation quote we've certainly had support from microsoft he explained we had support from the atg group they've been doing great they've been helping a lot everybody wants this out on xbox it's not that we don't want it out on xbox it's just that our problem and this is us larian is that we just made a very big game and it's a very complicated game which, no doubt, some people will have pitchforks. There'll be there'll be dudes in the games industry wearing their blue T-shirts, going, "Ah, you rubbish <laughs> consoles over there!" But then there'll be people with the green T-shirts, going, "Yeah, well, you can't just have something for not and the others." It's this is just one of those things. Which I mean, shout out to Xbox, shout out to Larry, shout out to everyone involved in this that have made a game that is so big and powerful that it's next gen, but it's pushing next gen to the point where bottom end of next gen, which is current gen, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, is struggling to keep up with that and and that's a problem that it's a great problem to have experiences are so big that even the current gen at the bottom end is struggling with that so it's difficult it's difficult for them i mean do you start pulling entire co-op modes out of it and then suddenly playstation's better do you leave that in and, and it chugs and and um xbox just doesn't have the difficult the best way to sort that is exactly what xbox is trying to do and find optimal ways of uh developing that so that you can put it together and get the best out of it for everyone which is hopefully what this the um what they managed to land on but for now they may have to make compromises what are your thoughts been yeah uh, i think it's annoying that it might not be out day and date and they might have to work on it a little bit longer or something but i feel like that might be the best way of being able to play it or at least when it arrives that ah, oh, it's it's such a difficult thing because obviously the people i i have just said I, I, I can't recommend this console enough and then here we go very next article <laughs> uh the fact like that he might knew. not be able to play Baldur's gate 3 uh which is shaping up to be an absolute badass game by the way if you've never seen it and never seen or played a Baldur's gate game before they are fantastic um so i'm looking forward to seeing what this game actually what we end up getting from it but i feel like optimizing it to a point where it's obviously playable it might end up looking like a nintendo switch game but we've seen bigger games come to the likes of the nintendo switch which we never in a million years thought would be the case the likes of uh doom the likes of uh skyrim coming over there i mean it just pretty as i'm saying these it's like well aren't these all bethesda games so yeah obviously they've got a really good porting team um but what the capabilities of the, the, the nintendo switch are obviously phenomenal are we going to get a version like that that's being ported over uh, to the, 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 the Xbox Series S? I'm not too sure. Um, but I'm excited to see this game in action regardless of what a platform it ends up landing on because it's going to be... You thought that, you thought that Diablo had some fantastic gameplay elements and what uh, the cuts... I mean, the cutscenes on Diablo, as I'm playing through on the PS5, fucking hell, mate. I think it is probably... The, when I'm pl- when I'm playing it, not necessarily the gameplay itself, because again it's beautiful, but the cutscenes themselves, like they always do a very very good job of making it look 
absolutely phenomenal. And I'm thinking, fucking hell, this might actually be the best looking PlayStation 5 game there is out there at this moment in time. And it, that that is a very bold statement considering what we've had so far on that console. But That's when pokey. I'm looking, uh, <laughs> I'm looking at the cutscenes and stuff, and I'm like, this is this is unbelievable. It looks gorgeous. So yeah, it's it's. Uh, I don't want to feel like the Xbox Series S is being left behind this soon. I understand that it might become a point later down the line where they can okay, we might have to strip out some features from this, but not this, not this soon. Do what you can. I think they'll fix it. I think they'll sort it out. I mean, the fact that they're having a staggered release kind mm-hmm. of frees them up now. They don't have the, uh, the cyberpunk sort of shit. There's the date coming that we have to hit whether we can hit it or not. Now it's against, yeah. okay, we'll just delay or not ever.